0: welcome welcome to another episode of africans talk football here um happy martin luther king weekend to everybody um you know got a shout out got a shout out the uh one of the the leaders of our community one of the staples one of the icons um was actually really cool this is a little sidebar but one of my one of my good friends adam he works for this visual artist out in new york city his name's Hank Willis Thomas, and he, uh, he, you may have seen it on social media. Some people are making fun of it, but he just unveiled a, a new Martin Luther King statue in Boston that just um, got unveiled yesterday, I believe. And it's actually a picture of Coretta Scott King and, my, and Martin Luther King Jr. having an embrace. And I think it was when he won his Nobel Peace Prize or something like that. And it was just super cool because I've been following the artists just on social media for, you know, a couple of years now. And uh, he did an installation in Cleveland when we had the All Star Weekend, uh, last year, or was that two years ago? No, it was last last winter, right? Last, last winter. yeah, last February. So I was able to go to one of his installs there, and then it was just cool to see him get like national news. He was on CNN, MSNBC, all that stuff of them unveiling this sculpture. So I thought that was pretty cool. So just wanted to shout him out before we get started. But uh, how's everybody's weekend? That was cool. great, man. No complaints. No complaints. Everybody got dubs here today, so today should be a smooth sailing episode. Um, again, everybody that has been following us from the beginning, just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the friends, supporters, fans. It's, it's 2023, and you know we, we hit the ground running, especially with all these games that we have in January and um you know the top 4, top 5, top 6 it's uh it's shaping up to be a little bit more exciting than what i feel like we all thought coming into the year. Um especially this week we had some big matches obviously that we'll get into a little bit here as we get into the episode but one of the questions i asked, you know, a few weeks ago was you know, for those in the top four, were you more concerned with Liverpool or were you more concerned with Newcastle as, you know, threats to maybe knocking you out of that top four position or threats to, you know, making this a title race? And I want to touch on Liverpool because, you know, they've had a rough start to 2023, um, <laughs> starting the year off with a with a tough L to Brentford. And then this week again, they lost three nil to Brighton. Um, how do y'all feel about Liverpool because they're not looking the same obviously you know they have some injuries up front but Salah looked the same he's been pedestrian especially in this Brighton match he didn't really do too much didn't see his name a lot and they just don't look like the same team for real um with them you know we'll get into our top 10 list since you know we're halfway through the Premier League season it being week 19 but Liverpool, man, we got to talk about them a little bit. What's going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Mike said this a few weeks ago. I think we're going to continue seeing results like this. Um, It's clearly a team that's very disjointed right now um, with people. I mean, there's a lot of things. People not playing well. um, People not healthy. uh, New people uh, coming into a role and, you know, not even fully finding their feet yet and having to kind of shoulder responsibility. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just a team that's going through transition and there's going to be ups and downs. And until they bring in a few more players, um, you know, I I just, I I see more or less the same going forward because uh, this team needs to be revamped. And it's, you know, you you can't be having guys, they, they don't have depth. They don't have depth in midfield. They don't have depth on the back line. Um, you know, it's 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 regardless of if you think Trent is the best right back in the world or not going forward, defensively he has his issues. Um and the few of those issues are on full display against Brighton. Um, I mean, quite frankly, Konate, I don't know, Konate, mad tip, tough day.
2: <laughs> Bad, um, terrible days. Uh, um, yeah. It's terrible day.
1: This is more or less, is going to be the same. And I mean, you have guys like Gakpo coming in, having to kind of hit the ground running, um, because they're, you know, they don't really have any time for them to, to wait for him to find form. But, you know, Salah, I don't know what to say about him, man.
2: Yeah. No, I, um, they're just, uh, they're going through a, a big rough patch, um, they have injuries, like Salam said, players aren't playing well, and then they have players that are coming in, but they just haven't really gelled with the team, and they're just kind of a little bit all over the place right now. That's not how I feel about Liverpool. They just don't know what to do, and they don't have the players to do what they are used to doing, and they, can't, they don't know the adjustments they need to make to, to I guess, perform at a higher level than like what they're doing now. They don't have the players to just press anymore and just win the ball back Back all the time. Um, Their midfield is slower. It's older. It isn't as good. (laughs) I mean, they lost Gigi. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just not as good. So, they're struggling right now. And I don't know. It's going to be an interesting season for them. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to see what people have written for their – are, are we yeah. saying
1: our predictions for where we're gonna? We think they're gonna finish, or are we saving that for later? No,
0: we 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 can do that a little bit later. About our teams first, and then just hop into our top tens. um Just because we have some big games, so I, I wanna I wanna talk about our teams before we do our top ten predictions. But um, but yeah, Liverpool, I I think they have a lot of the issues that Chelsea has right now. It's, injuries, a lot of players not meshing, but where I feel like Chelsea is you know taking a step in the right direction is we're just spending. We're just deciding, you know what, this year is not going the way we wanted. We obviously knew we were gonna go through a little bit of growing pains. We're you know going through the the brunt and them growing pains right now, to be honest. But the one good thing I do see is that we're spending we're kind of taking the arsenal route where we're just like you know what let's just get a whole bunch of Young guys, let's go spend on 21, 22, 23-year-olds. Even if we don't know where their ceiling is, even if we don't know how proven they are, let's go ahead and just get a young core and try to build. And um as frustrated as it is in the moment, I said this, you know, between us and our chat, like I see the vision, you know, it's, it's frustrating because if you look over the last 10 years, We've always had success. You know, what I mean, even the the years where we didn't win silverware or we didn't, you know, achieve what we thought we were gonna achieve, we could see the trajectory. We could kind of see a plan of what we were doing. And up until probably this week, you know, since Bully has taken over, I ain't really see no, I really didn't see a plan with us. You know, we were kind of putting people into positions and 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 buying players, but not really the players I thought we should be buying. Um, this week, obviously we, we hijacked the, the Arsenal deal with Mudrick. So mm. again, I don't ever agree with spending a hundred billion dollars mm. on anybody, you know, especially For sure. players that are improving, especially these young cats. Um, sure. but at the end of the day, it's kind of just where the, the, the state of football is now. You kind of have to spend those buku bucks again. I personally don't think these players are worth that much. But you know, we're we're locking them up in these baseball deals. You know, we got Mudrick for seven and a half years.
2: The option the, for option with the exception with the years. option for
0: an eight and a half, you know, he getting he getting the Aaron Judge deal. So, you know, it's it's cool that we have these players locked up for so long. My hope is that they're here to stay for the long haul and that these do pan out. Because, you know, just to get into Chelsea, we did win today, but it was an ugly win. Um, One of those wins where it it just gave me relief more so than happiness. Like, I wouldn't say once the game was over, I felt happy. I kind of just felt relief. You know, Graham Potter was smiling for the first time probably in a month and a half. He probably felt a little bit of happiness, but I can guarantee you what he felt more was relief. You know, you don't want to see new player sign for you and then on the first game take an L. So it's kind of good for Modric to come in. I'm sure he was looking and seeing the spots where he could actually add, you know, a little bit of positivity to Chelsea with his game. He's a winger. He likes to take players on. He has speed. You didn't really see a lot of that today. We didn't have enough players that were taking players on in the attacking third. Um They were talking about Conor Gallagher being our best player, but he gave the ball away multiple times in the midfield. So I still think there are places and spots where we need a lot of help, places where we can improve. But as far as our match today against Crystal Palace, um, Crystal Palace is a team that we usually beat, you know, pretty handily today. It was it was blaring that. We had a weakness, and you know I was able to watch the game with Gabriel. I uh, me, we watched both of the first games together—the Chelsea game and then the North London derby—and I was telling him, "Bro, Lewis Hall was our weakest link." And yeah. Gabriel made a suggestion early, like probably first 10, 15 minutes. He said they should switch uh, Zaha and put him on, you know, the right side to attack Lewis Hall, the eighteen-year-old who was he had a rough game. Let's just this let's is just called it what it is. He had a pretty rough game. And, you know, that's one of the spots where if that would have happened, this could have been a totally different result. You know, the game was pretty open. It was back and forth. Kepler made some great saves. Honestly, hats off to Kepler because he kept us in the game. Um, Because there were a few that should have gone in, that could have gone in if he wasn't there in the right place at the right time. But my thing with Chelsea is, one, we don't create enough chances to score. And in the chances we do create, you see that we're just, again, not clinical enough. You know, hats off to Kai Havertz for getting a goal, you know, sixth goal or seventh goal of the Prem season. But five minutes later, after he scored, 10 minutes later, he had another sitter, which he totally missed. I could have put the game away in the 80th minute. So with that being said, you know, we're only up 1-0. You miss a, a sitter that could put the game away. And then now we have another 10, 15 minutes of pressure where I honestly thought that Crystal Palace could have scored um you know luckily we took the game and we had the three points but that's been my biggest issue with Chelsea all year we don't finish games we're not clinical enough when we score the one goal we don't have that desire and that fire to go and get that second one put these teams away you know the top of the year everybody was talking about how this was a huge year for Mason Mount he touched the ball maybe 10 times today Jorginho who's supposed to be our captain giving the ball away, cynical fouls in the midfield. You know, Tiago Silva had a save us. I don't know how many times the ball was in our attacking third. Mm -hmm. They played it across, and Tiago Silva had a header out. You know what I mean? We're relying on some of the players that we know are good, but it's just frustrating when we have to keep relying on some of the old heads to do what they do week in, week out. You know, it, it's it's tough when Koulibaly has to come in as a substitute when we just paid all this money for him to be one of our main starters. You know, it's tough when we do have injuries, but the guys who are supposed to be, you know, world – let me not say world yeah. class, but we're supposed to have these elite players, you know, these good players, these name brand players who week in, week out can't even put together a full yeah, 90 of shit. Yeah, but that's
2: the manager, though, I mean, clearly the manager made mad changes this week because he made I mean half of your lineup was almost different seeing players we haven't really seen all season before play today. So clearly he didn't like the performances from some of the players that he saw in the last match. So it's like, are you I mean, do you agree with with Potter's decisions on the lineup?
0: No. I mean, some of them, yeah. Some of them we just don't have the players right now. Like when you look at who we have, we have an injured eleven 11- in of who I think we should be playing. They're players that just can't be the team, you know, like injury, whatever whatever it may be. So it's frustrating when you don't have your main guys and you can't rely on your main guys and you have to go with, you know, so to speak, your B team. But even when I look at the lineup, you know, like I was saying, Gabriel, I we lined up in a in a four in a four two three one. That's what I'm seeing here. But real Realistically it was a four-three-three. And this was a game where I knew it was gonna be a big midfield battle. I knew that Lewis Hall was gonna be one of the weaker team, one of the weaker links. So my idea would we'll not go with a three back and bolster up the midfield. Go three, five, two. You know, make sure you have that midfield support. The game was so open that we didn't have enough in the midfield to control the match. Jorginho was getting picked off too easily. He wasn't able to defend, you know, Mason Mount was mm-hmm. not existent mm-hmm. We keep trying to, we keep trying to play Mason Mount as an attacking player, but if he doesn't have the ball at his feet, he is not a player that is helping us out. He does like defensively. He's a liability sometimes. And, When he's not controlling the match, he's not able to be creative. He's not able to affect the game. Like I said, bro, he had maybe 10 touches all match. Let's see what he said. They said he had 34 out of 43 accurate passes. He had two shots. Both were off, you know, off frame. For me, we have to put our best players in position to be their best. Shout out to Ziyech because he looked like the best player on our team today. shout out to Ziyech. You know, he was actually attacking that right side. He was putting his shots. He had the assist to Kai Havertz. He was being a menace. We see when Ziyech is able to be on the ball a lot, he's able to be creative. He's able to make things happen. Now, with Mason Mount, we know he needs to be in the middle of the pitch. There were times he was dropping all the way back like Harry Kane to our defensive box just to get the ball, but he's not effective there. So for me, Potter needs to be able to find the 11 that makes the most sense for what we have available, but also with that 11 put players in their position, bro. You know, there, there are a few players that just were out of position to me and it just didn't help the team, but you know, luckily we we're able to get the win. Um, I really don't have too much to say other than again, we just need to be more clinical. We have Liverpool coming up. Who's also been in a rough patch. These are the games that we need to take advantage. You know, we're, in a rut right now but on the table we're only five points off of fifth place so as bad as we've been all january as bad as we've been you know before the world cup going into the world cup with three straight losses coming out of the world cup with no wins up until today it's tough you know i mean there are a lot of things going on with our club but all that being said we're still only five points off of fifth place so there's still chance that we can get into the European birth, you know, whether it be Champions League or Europa League. There's still a chance that we can get even top four. You know, there's still, even though it's a long shot, there's still a lot of games left. You know, we have 19 matches left. We played everybody once, and now we're about to do it again. So we've seen all the teams that we, you know, we're going to see in the league. We've got a different team you've got a new manager so the thing that i'm looking forward to in this second half of the season is more so consistency let's get players back from injury let's make sure that they stay consistent and not getting hurt again let's find the 11 that works when we have you know a beat up team or with our full team and let's make sure that 11 can consistently put together games where they're putting more shots on net at this point is for me it's just getting back to the basics we need to put more shots on frame. We need to defend a little bit better, and we need to put teams away. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a game where if you put the if if Kai Hubbard scores two goals in ten minutes and he gets his second in the 80th minute, this game's put away. We we're, we're not stressed out at home, you know, with the or we're not stressed out at home at Stanford Bridge with our fans, you know, being nervy in the last 10 15 minutes. So. It, it for me, this whole season is, is yeah. Off. For me, for me, the rest of the season is just getting back to the basics. Shout out, Joe Felix.
2: <laughs> Three matches, man. Three yeah, how yeah, you feel know. about him? Yeah, how you feel about Joe? I think, I think debut. I, In debut. I, my opinion, he had a good debut. I'll, I'll,
1: I'll be honest. Aside from the, um, beside the red, uh, yeah, besides the red in the first half, I thought he was probably Chelsea's best player. He, I thought he that definitely he
2: was. was. 100%. Um,
1: really effective. Um and just kinda you know, just like a breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just tell that he hadn't um he offered something different, but sad to see him uh get sent off in his uh in his debut. Now he misses the next two games. So um yeah, man, it's tough. You guys are down bad. But this Mudric thing, man, I'm I'm curious to hear about what you think about Mudric, man, because um obviously going into it. Um he was heavily linked with Arsenal. Um man, he I, was twerking for Arsenal, bro. Huh? He was twerking Twerker. for Arsenal. Well, I, I, but I mean, yeah, like, like it was it was one of those deals to where nobody else was really linked with him as heavily as Arsenal was. So for me, I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Arsenal was gonna sign him, obviously. Uh they came up short um of the of what they of what Shakhtar said his evaluation was. I don't necessarily agree that his evaluation was was as high as they said. And I think Gabriel said that a few weeks ago when we were talking about him. I mean, $100 is a lot, man, but I get it. You know, if you want your guy, you got to pay for your guy. Um, what do you think his ceiling is, Cornelius? And, you know, what do you think he can offer?
0: Uh, I'm really not going to talk about his ceiling because I really
1: haven't i should probably ask gabriel because gabriel has yeah like you know they they were the one
0: watching the the youtube you know top 10 skills his his little highlight tapes but to be honest seeing him in the world cup i see what he has to offer i think he is or not not the world cup what what, was was he uh i'm sorry champions
2: Champions. In
1: Champions
0: in champions league in champions league sorry yeah. Seeing him in the Champions League, like I saw what he has to offer. Now, don't get me wrong, bro. We haven't had a player like him. He he, uh, he, he kind of reminds me of uh, he kind of reminds me of Cho like Callum Hudson adore.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> and I don't I don't say that in a sense like uh, who Cho was, but he's the type of player that goes forward and wants to take players on. I still things a little rough around the edges though like I I think like w- when I look at him I see I see Callum Hudson O'doy Vibes <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of still a little not all the way sold on him okay um honestly I just need to see him play more and the way our team is set up I, I really don't know how we want to play you know like I said from the beginning we don't really have an identity right now with everything that's Chelsea's gone through in the last year year and a half but when I saw our game today you know we were starting to play a little bit quicker we we're trying to play a little bit through the mid obviously we went through our right side a lot I think he's going to be stationed on that right side where Zek played today and I think that'll be good for him when Reese James comes back because our right side, once everybody's healthy, is where a lot of our attacks come from. So I think that'll be helpful for him. Um, Honestly, I hope he just comes in and he does the same thing he was doing at Shakhtar. He's kind of just a nuisance. He goes at defenders because we don't have a lot of players that go at defenders one-on-one. Cho was one of those players that did it for us back in the day. I mean, when you think about the attacking players we have now, Ziyech, Mount, Kai Havertz, Sterling, you know, when he's healthy. Sterling sometimes goes at defenders one-on-one, but a they're a little passive. And we need a player that isn't afraid to go at defenders, direct. take them all on 1v1, <laughs> be, be very direct. Straight yeah, to the point. So that's the one thing that he has going for him that I think is going to benefit our team a lot. Um, as far as his, you know, he was he was bagging goals. So I hope he comes to Chelsea with the same attitude. I hope he comes and he's still shooting. I don't care if it, you know, it if he's one of those players that kind of shoots you know five, six times a game. I need players to start taking more shots on net because we don't have that type of player right now. There's not a lot of players that are willing to take shots from outside the box that are willing to take players on. You know, I was hoping that was going to be Mason Mount, but he didn't take that step in his development this year. Mm. So it, it's cool to it, it's cool that we have that type of player, but I need to see a little bit more before I, I say where his ceiling is at, I would say.
1: Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that you guys got him and you guys got Felix. Um, I think it really says how the club feels about your attackers at the moment. Um, for them for them to They're all you know. lackluster, bro. But yeah, but I mean in the January transfer window where not that much transfer business gets done, for you guys to get two young attackers, I think that it says a lot about
2: how
1: mm-hmm. you guys feel about you know, the current guys you guys have there. I mean we got Fafana as well. We got Cuckoo coming next year. So it's like we we've obviously yeah, spent I mean, on four attacking
0: players. Yeah. Technically I mean, this January window.
1: Like people you know are gonna mean, people are definitely gonna be out the door. I'm I'm kinda I'm curious to see who those people are. Um but um yeah. I mean it's a it's a lot going on with us because they're they're already
0: talking and Obama Yang make you know.
1: Yeah, he he's, getting,
0: he's, I mean, he's, he, he's, he's getting he's he's getting offers to leave. Barca apparently wants him back. They're talking Sterling. He might be on the chopping block. He might go. Lukaku. Let's not forget, we still have him on our payroll. He's got to go. Mason Mount. You know he he's a star boy. You know he's a. Academy you know he's not no he's not let's not let's not. And, but but no but but let's oh, not act no, but let's Star not our boy like, let us not, not ever
2: use that for him but no.
0: let's let's not act like that's oh, not what oh. what everybody
1: was calling them I no, I mean yeah they're they they' they were trying to you know let, yeah let, so so but, let's
0: not forget coming into this year. But
1: that's last them, though.
0: year. That's them, that's Yeah, the no, no, no. But, but I'm just saying yeah. as far as Chelsea, because I can, I, I can tell you what I want right now. That doesn't mean that's what the state of the club is going to do. But for Chelsea, that was their star boy. You know, that was the guy Frank said was going to be the second coming of him. Frank left. That's who Tuchel came and said, you're going to be my boy. Tuchel's gone. Then Graham Potter started him every, every match, you know. So let's not act like the club isn't still trying to push Mason Mount as – the guy the country the country is the guy you know what i'm saying so
2: <laughs>
0: as far as the players we have in the, our attacking front a lot of them are going to go but i'm glad that we're keeping this young core idea because you know you know datro david datro Fofana, 23 uh, Joao sure. Felix, 23, 24. You'll, Madrid, hit all, you'll hit
1: on one of them, for sure. One of them
2: has to hit. Yeah, one of them has to hit. One of them has, one to, of them, hit one them has to hit at this point.
1: But
0: it's just frustrating that we had to go through this whole rough patch of losing games for us to realize that maybe we need to go and get a forward. And I still don't know if any of these guys is the number nine. They're going to be our number nine. You know, they're more so wingers than our number nine. So... It's cool that we're kind of bolstering up our offense because it seems like, you know, I'm seeing all these reports that say our board is now understanding that we need to give Potter time. They're, they're looking at Mikel Arteta and the project that took, you know, three years. Let's not act like we weren't making fun of them three years ago, no, two years a- ago, last year. Gabriel was on this pod screaming when they went 10 up with no wins, you know what I mean, in the middle of the season. So we we know that there's going to be growing pains, but... I think that our board is finally realizing that it's going to be, you know, things might get worse before they get better, for real. But I mean, being being in this spot, if this is as bad as it's going to get. And trust me, Chelsea hasn't been this bad in a long time. Since 2015-16 season, we haven't been in 10th place like this. So the fact that we're only five points off of European birth gives me hope that we can still salvage this season. Silverware is out of the question in my in my opinion. But the fact that we can maybe start to let these younger players mesh is giving me hope that once we come back fully healthy, maybe we can make some noise at the end of the season, you know, maybe try to get that top four spot. But right now, what I'm looking forward to is just maintaining consistency, bro. Just back to the basics and consistency.
1: Hey, keep keep, keep Bully in the Twitter spaces, man. He, he, he won't get you guys moving in the right direction.
0: Hey, it's crazy that, so for those of you that don't know. I respect it. I respect it. For those it, of man. you that don't know, and it's funny, it's funny because I actually went in the space. Once I saw Bully was in there, I went in the space for like five, ten minutes. <laughs> Not even a and burner account. His bro, real account. His real and these, <laughs> and, uh, hey, no cap, and these men were battering our
1: squad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I respect talking. it. I respect we were talking
0: Keppa. They were talking about how players, I mean, they were, I don't know if you guys have ever been in either of your team's spaces, you know, uh-huh. but I, I, yeah. I've been in, you know, I've been in multiple spaces. They, you know, they're usually run by the same Twitter accounts, the same guys. And so the same people usually, you know, host and get to speak, but Chelsea spaces are so candid and especially this year because we went through a whole lot of mess. So when you hear these players talking, they, you know, the emotions, get we wear our emotions on our sleeve, especially this year. And I'm telling you, players were talking about everyone that needs to go. They were talking about how our team has been underperforming. They're talking about how they don't believe our board has any idea about what they're doing. And so For them to be talking about that, even after seeing Bully's name in there, tells me that we really, really, really are all on the same page. Because, you know, we sit here every week and we talk about our teams. And I talk about how I think Chelsea needs to, to, you know, (laughs) we we need a lot for us right now. And I don't think Bowley has any idea. But I think that him being in there and kind of understanding the state of And this is this is why I'm happy he was in there, even if it wasn't him, even if it was just an intern that was under his account. As an American owner who is new to the European game, you need to understand that the fans are the lifeblood of the club. So if you can at least get a little inkling of how we feel, as you know, the everyday common man, maybe that makes your decision making a little different once you're thinking about the long term future of the club. So, if it was him, if it wasn't him, cool. I'm just glad that he was in there so we could, you know, he could get the understanding of how the real Chelsea supporters feel. Because I feel like if you understand how the fans feel, you can connect with them in that way to kind of help propel the club forward. So, it was cool. It was funny to me. And like, Yeah, I, I, you never see that for real. You never really see uh, stuff like that. So not, I don't not know. the CEO, not
1: the not the owner,
2: the, the owner. Yeah, that's cool. Well.
1: But hey, man, this is what it is.
0: But yeah, man. I mean, you see that. Bully is also thinking about buying another sports club. So it's one of those things where I just hope that his heart isn't just in Chelsea to make more money, but it's in Chelsea to actually get this club better. And the one thing I will say, like I said earlier, he's giving us money. We're spending, bro. We're, we're we've spent so much in this January window already, plus what we spent the summer over the summer, that just like you said, some got to hit. We we got to hit off one of these, bro. Like we're playing the Mega Millions right now, <laughs> and so at the end of the day, something's gonna happen. Like. It's not going to be this year, and it may not even be next year. But eventually, one of these players is going to pan out. And that's the whole. That's the goal. If we were in 10th place and Bowley wasn't spending, then I'd have some issues. But, you know, he's given Graham Potter the reins. He's giving him the money. At this point, all we can complain about is the results. Because obviously, we we want the three points. But if the results start to change, if we start to see a little bit of uptick in Chelsea, I guarantee you that all this Bully out, all this putter out will change.
1: Damn, already Bully out? B-O already?
0: No, B-O. no. I said that. I, I did say Bully <laughs> out out of total disgust last week. But at the end of the day, we do have to give everybody time. It's just as a Chelsea, as a Chelsea fan my whole life, I'm so impatient because we've always had this revolving door with Roman that I kind of have to kind of sit down and realize that this is a whole new regime and we kind of have to just be patient (laughs) with what's coming for real. But all I can say is I'm glad we got the dub winning cures all at least for a little bit. It gave me something to somewhat smile about. And then at the end of the day, you know, Arsenal got the dub against Tottenham, which kept them only five points ahead of us on the table currently in fifth place. So, you know, I, I, I had a good Sunday. That's all I can say. The Lord's Day was good to me. I but mean, yeah, yeah, let's let's tap on Arsenal, man, because they uh they have the
1: one For of the games aud- of the week. They had one of the games of the week. For our audio listeners, Gabriel's uh has his uh blanket up, his Arsenal blanket. Oh, it's, wow, a, it's, yeah. it's a nice looking blanket though.
0: Yeah, I slept at his house last night. He me, uh he, he he said all his other blankets were dirty. So, uh,
1: fortunately, the yeah. only one I could use
0: was the Arsenal blanket. You just Ain't took a picture great.
1: of it. Remember Yasser sleeping in the Chelsea one? Yeah, yeah. No, nah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. No picks. No picks. Picks are dead happen. Ain't that what they say? <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, man. Arsenal, again, another dominant performance 2 0 at three point lane, White Hart lane, whatever it's... you want to call it.
1: They absolutely suck. (laughs) I'm sorry. But before we talk about I'll let you go. But I just briefly wanted to touch on Spurs. My goodness, they are shambolic. They suck. Wow. They are, I'm sorry, but they are really bad. Really bad. The defending, everything about them, man. And it's just, you know, and what's crazy is, is I actually don't think that they played very bad in the second half. But that they first did. half, man, my goodness, the way you just completely just piss away a half is just it's so funny to me. I love it, but yeah, man, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I don't know that first half they, and they're at home, bro. That's the thing. You're at home. What's home? I mean, what's home to them? You know, you saying? know, like you're at <laughs> home. home away. Your crowds behind you. We're still shit.
0: And Laurice just has a stinker, bro. That was some of the worst piece of defending, goalkeeping, I've seen. Like, both,
1: both defending and goalkeeping. Oh, man. I. I it was like, I don't even know how to describe it, because, like, I don't know. It was like, you know, like, when, you, when you've done something in routine so many times, you just start thinking about what you're about to do next. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like in his head he had already caught it. He was looking at where he was about to
2: throw it. But, man, um No, he was just tweeting. I don't know what, I I really don't know what that was.
0: But uh, another masterclass by Martin Mm -hmm. Odegaard. Saka, you know, unfortunately he didn't get the goal his way, but that whole first goal was, you know, was him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Arsenal just keep marching on, man. Like, they just keep marching on. And, you know, with City dropping points, this was the best case scenario for
2: them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I mean the, the only thing that I'll say about Arsenal is, is I will say this. There's a few guys that I, I've really come around to. One of those guys is Eddie Nketiah. Now, I'm not saying Eddie Nketiah is this, you know, crazy striker. But I think that he's been doing a decent job. And I think that, you know, you got to give credit when it's due. He's a completely different player than he was. I mean, his, than his history entails. Uh, much, much better. Martin Odegaard, I don't ever really want to hear the name ESR ever again.
2: Um, I just wanted to put wow. that to to, to rest.
1: <laughs> Finally, if We've you know, you that know. To
2: rest, though. We've been put that to rest.
1: We put that to rest. I just wanted that to, to, to know. And last one, I'll say, I fuck with him. Gabriel, man. You need guys like that in your team you know what i'm saying guys that are up for it i always respect you know the emotion there so take it away gabriel,
2: gabriel. yeah man um shout out the boys <laughs> you know two no one three point lane white heart lane tottenham monster stadium whatever you want to call it uh you know pretty dominant performance uh we really went in there dominated it, it didn't really i mean they had a For me, for like the first five minutes. But once we got settled, we got settled. And, I mean, we just took over from there. Um, I wanted to see Partey score that goal really bad. I was a banger. I thought it it was a goal. I thought it was was a goal in the back of the net. It looked crazy. Um, But, but yeah, you know, uh, Lloris, you know, just showing who he is at the core once again. Um, (laughs) That's that's that. We, we, We know who he really is. Uh, and and that showed. And then um happy score a second goal. I'm blanking on it. Uh Odegaard. Oh yeah, Odegaard. Saka Odegaard. Magic. Assists. Magic, man. Our captain. Magic, magic. It's like a counterattack.
0: Um, Saka. Yeah.
2: Came Saka. down the right
0: side, passed it to him in the middle, touch yeah, and
2: hit. Just touch and hit. Um yeah, magic, man. Uh the way we build out the way the confidence that we're playing with, uh, I think everyone just believes in the philosophies that you know Arteta has placed. Um, in the team. Uh everyone believes in themselves and everyone believes in each other. Uh so kind of speaking on the, the Mudrich thing too, like who, who we get, we get and they'll be good for the squad. And who we don't get, we don't get everything's meant to be. So if we didn't get a player like eh, yeah he might be good, but you know, in the long run, you know everything will will work itself out. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, we we're able to go into a hostile environment after, you know, a whole kind of a saga thing over 24 hours right before a big match and not let it affect what happened on our pitch. Um, and we just go in and, and take care of business. Uh, so, yeah, it's cool. You know, that's just a match that whenever we see Chelsea, it be marked on the calendar now. I mean, it's already marked on the calendar now, but now – now number ten will have an asterisk next to his number, or fifteen. His number will be fifteen, so have an asterisk next to his uh, number, so we can um, you know, yeah, an actual number, shoulder, you know, the actual shoulder and such. But, but yeah, man, um, good 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 performance by the boys. Um, like I said before, every week that city drop points, um, other teams drop points, we need to take advantage of that and. Um, you know, City, one of the front runners right now, are, they're in the race with us, they drop points so, great for us to you know extend that lead
0: I mean, so you're back up to eight points clear of City right now um. so, you know, you, you essentially can lose two games in a row and still be up on the table by two points but you see City with United and Newcastle now You saw Pep earlier in the, uh, you know, after the L saying that they don't care about the league. When he says stuff like that, do you, you know, does does that rub you the wrong way? Does it kind of downplay what Arsenal is doing versus, you know, City kind of being not the city we've seen in previous years, as far as their dominance and the way they, you know, they are approaching these games.
2: Um. I mean, I really don't care because I know he cares about the league. So, like, uh, you can say that, you can say that you don't care, but I know that you care. Um, you might want a Champions League, yes, but like, at the same time, I know you care about the league. So, um, yeah, I, it doesn't really like bother me too much. Um, I think it's more like just a cop out more than anything. Loki sounds just like weak. It sounds very soft and just like, oh, well, I don't care about the league. Like, you know, like, I know you care about – you want to win everything. Like, don't lie. Like, why why lie right now? Because if you're in first place right now, you'd be like, I want to win the league. So, like, I don't – I know you want to win the league. Um, I know you care. And uh, you just saw that you're not in first right now, and you're trying to chase it. So, that's all it is. It'd be funny if they don't win Champions League. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious, but I don't think they do. But yeah.
0: I really don't think they do. Yeah,
2: I'm not I'm not too worried about them. Um I'm I'm really, if I'm being honest, I'm really not too worried about anyone at this moment. Um not to get like jump too far ahead, but I'm trying to get our lick back next week. Um we have a big week next Sunday. Um and uh we have a team that's hot right now. Performing probably around you know seven eight hog right now, and uh, it might even be ten hog right now. Um, but yeah, no, we see them next, and that's my focus right now. Well, we don't see we see them next in the league. We have a we have a, I believe we have a match in between. Um, we see them actually no we see them next in the league, and we have a match in between our next match with City, I think. But but yeah, okay. so yeah, man. I'm just I'm just proud of my boys, man. Our Tessa once again. Very, very um just very, very prepared, man. Very prepared for this match. Never looked too big for us. Looked very routine, like we're used we're ready right for it. Uh and I'm proud of my team, man. No complaints. Top of the league, top of the team. Um, and we march on. We keep going. And we will uh we'll see where next week takes us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to next week. I think next week is going to be your guys' biggest challenge of the season up until this point to be honest with you. Um we beat you guys the first time and I think that we're a lot stronger this time so I'm very interested to see uh, where well, next week takes us as well too.
2: It's funny cuz you you beat us without partey. So, I
1: no I understand. Some people say we beat you without partey. Some people say it was just a game in August. I listen. I took
2: the three points. Oh, go ahead, yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, go ahead. look around you the lens. Go ahead go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's, it's no. I mean, go. Go
0: ahead. I mean, that was that was going to be my question to you because you know our buddy who's been on this podcast, you know, fellow United fan supporter, he tweeted today: 10 out of ten hogs." So, if you know, my first question to you, Mister Salam, is going to be: Out of ten hogs. Where do you where do you see United right now, after this very 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 massive win, huge win, monumental win, gigantic, enormous? I don't know how many adjectives you need, my boy,
1: but it's been a minute. You know, it's Eric Ten Hog, Ten Hog, not one hog, not two hog, three hog. Four hog, no. <laughs> no, ain't no six hog. No, 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 man. This is ten hog, man. Um, <clears throat> what, what, what more can I say about this guy, man? This guy has completely transformed this club, and the mentality of this team has completely elevated some of these players. Um, gives us a platform to succeed every game, um, and. You know, he's been one of the best things to happen to this club in a while. I know last year I said Ralph Ragnick was probably one of the best things to happen to us in a while. and I agree by that, but, man, Ten Hag has got us um, playing and believing in a way that I haven't believed in since 2013. But, um, yeah, massive game against Man City. Um for the most part I, you know i think that they outplayed us for the um, most parts of the game but obviously um you know getting the three points is really what what's important uh, big test we passed um we can clearly see that we're progressing um like i just said a few seconds ago um another big test coming up against arsenal Really looking forward to that, Um, and I don't really see us slowing down at, at, at any moment. Uh, Marcus Rashford to me is probably the best player in the Premier League right now, Uh the most informed player right now. Jeez, can't stop, stop. oh
2: my gosh, bro, slow down! New can't stop at
1: scoring. You, Relax. Just, cannot, just cannot stop scoring. Relax. I think you're right. You're right. you're right. you're right. You're right. Right. I shouldn't oh have my. said. I shouldn't have said he was the best player. The best player in the Premier League right now is Casemiro, but. Uh, Marcus Rashford just could not stop scoring. Been one of the most informed uh, attackers in the league. I, I, am I wrong by that? I, I could be. Um, based he's definitely the. I would say he's the definitely show, the most informed
0: attacker yeah, right
1: now. I'll say that. You no, know, you're yes. right. He's definitely the best player. The most, or not. The best no. player. You're right. Absolutely. I was wrong there. Casemiro is the best player there. But um, but yeah, I mean Casemiro between, is probably up there. But I can't definitively say he's the best player either. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I have some say Odegaard, oh, I say Casemiro. I don't think that I'm wrong, and I don't think that other people are wrong either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, fence boy. Fence <laughs> boy. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, it is what it is, man. Um, you know, our guys are playing well. Um, shout out Rashford, shout out Casemiro, Varane, De Gea. Um, yeah, man, Luke Shaw coming in at center back, like I've been saying. Um, keeping Maguire out of the team is huge. Malasia putting in a shift on Bisaka, you know, still can't guard the back post, but, you know, i got to give him credit for coming in and doing a job too, man. And uh, yeah, I I just, I don't, I don't see us losing anytime soon. I think uh, beating City was probably the the hardest challenge that we've had. Um, And when you look at the rest of the season, I mean, Arsenal to me in the league is like the last biggest challenge that we have. Um, yes, we still got to play Chelsea um, at Old Trafford. I feel pretty good about that. We still got to play Spurs, but Salama's if we can take care back, of business, Arsenal. I, you know, I really like our prospects going forward, and um, you know, I stand by what I said. We're one of the best teams in the league right now. We're one of the most informed teams in Europe. Salam is back, y'all. No, you haven't seen anything yet. So, Salaam is back. You haven't seen anything yet. We, so. uh, spo- we Spoiler. Carabao Cup champs. But um, oh, Carabao God. Cup champs incoming. Potential FA Cup champs incoming. I'll just stop there before oh my <laughs> I, I ruined the rest of the uh episode for everybody
0: oh my. no but um i think uh, honestly like real talk i think y'all broke pep a little bit and that's that's massive yeah. i mean when you look at when you look at what they've done over the last four or five seasons just dominated the league completely and this was the first year where i think that Pep knew he he couldn't really just dominate the league. You know, even with the addition of Haaland, you know, they didn't look the same. Mike's been saying this. Our friend Yasser has been saying that City doesn't look the same. They're not as dominant. And the two matches that they've always been able to to control have been Liverpool and have been United. And this year, you know, with United getting Ten Hag and everything they all have gone through, you guys have totally changed their... Your- You guys have had a facelift. You know what I mean? The whole ideology of Manchester United now isn't, okay, we're going to go run over them. You know, Manchester United has, I don't want to say you guys are back at your former glory, but you're taking steps in the right direction and coming back to being one of those clubs that people are afraid of. Going into Old Trafford, you know, Nobody used to be scared. There, I believe there was one point where you guys had more away wins than home wins, yeah. and now that's not the same. So, so for you guys to have had this total one eighty this year, and then that win—the way you guys came back from down one nil to score two goals in about ten minutes—just totally took the breath, you know, out of all the city supporters. And I feel like that honestly knocked Pep down a peg for real.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You know, I think the way that we went down, obviously, was unfortunate, but the resilience, obviously, is, you know, what I look at and for me is what the most important is. But yeah, man, um, I think the only thing that stands in our way is just injuries. And I think we need to invest more. We just signed Vuce force, which I think is going to be a, a good signing for us. I think I don't I don't know how many goals he's going to give us, but I certainly know that, like, we have like a plan B. Um, and we have like a, you know, a different look in attack um with him coming off the bench. And, you know, obviously Martial can't stay healthy. So, you know, having someone who's 6'6 could be beneficial in certain situations. So, no, I agree. I agree. Welcome this. I agree.
2: Um Shout out MBE. Man. Yeah, Marcus.
0: Yeah, shout out MBE, but also shout out. Molossia, man, he put in a great shift. He put in a great match. You know, it, it'll probably be overlooked, but he y'all got something in that guy. Y'all yeah, definitely we have something in that guy.
2: Ah, see, see, I'm curious. I'm glad you brought up Malassia. I'm glad you brought him up because no one likes to give us credit. No one likes to give us credit because because what, what does Son do today? Who? So, me what, tell me what? me Ming Son. song Ming Son. <laughs> What did he do today someone can please what, someone but
1: what, what, what he always does goes missing
2: thank you ghost but 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 people don't like to give Ben White that same credit Ben White is
1: good I'll say please I'll give say Ben it White
2: too. that same credit no one no one did anything from that side that's I was on lockup to lead but Gabriel, absolutely nothing absolutely nothing from Harry Kane today he didn't even score which I'm he usually scores against us but I was like you're surprised he didn't score today and uh as well too, Kuziowski. I mean, a couple of little things, but.
1: No, yeah. I mean that that that. Um, uh, I'm not taking anything away from you guys, but the team that you guys uh, played against today is god awful. So I, I don't really know where to go <laughs> when we talk about them. But I will say, Gabriel, I'll ask you: Is our front three the best front three you faced this year? In the in the league because you haven't faced City yet.
2: Um, no, yeah, not. I want not say you're better than Liverpool's yet. Yeah. You just like started playing good, bro. Like, okay, not just about to all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm just like, saying yeah, when we there. played
1: y'all, when we played y'all, our front three was. Do you remember our front three?
2: It was Anthony. It was Rashford, and it was Ronaldo. No.
1: No, no, Ronaldo didn't play.
2: Uh, it was anthony it was rashford and it was who's or not i don't know who played you team. remember who played
1: through the middle damn who who did play? was it a Eli- lot it wasn't a long guy it was martial was out i
2: don't even remember who played through the middle on the left i know rashford and, and anthony were in i don't remember who played through the middle sancho didn't play Sancho didn't do nothing, I don't, thought, I don't think. I no, I'm just that.
1: saying, but like, was he... Was Actually,
2: he, no, I think it was Sancho. I think it was Sancho.
1: I think, I think it might have been. But who's been the best? Okay, so you say Liverpool is the best front three you faced?
2: Probably, I would say so far this season, yeah. Okay. Uh, Talk yeah. soon. Yeah, I would to say this season. They've been, I mean, they, they were some smoke. That was a good match, too. It was a good match. Um, I would say that's the best three so far. But
1: okay.
2: we're like I don't know. Defensively, I'm like I'm I'm not scared of anyone. I think y'all caught us at a time when we were like actually weak. It is what it is called slipping away from home. But I mean, I guess we are just go into predictions and top, but yeah, I'm not really I'm not really worried about no team.
1: Yeah, we gotta address this prediction up. We gotta carve it out very nicely. Yeah, this would yeah. be a segment. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll get into predictions at the end. But before we do that, hmm. week 19. So we're halfway through the Premier League season, of course. And so it's time for our second predictions for who we think is going to be in the top 10. Um, I had, I had a little bit of struggle with this one. The top four, I feel like we'll all have the same teams personally. But when it goes through, you know, the five through ten spots, it's it's one of those things that's gonna be a little shake up. Um, so I'll go first. Again, starting from number 10, what I'll do is I'll just go ahead and I'll do my 10 teams and then I'll do a little bit of explanation on why I put certain teams where I put them. Great. So in 10th place, I went ahead and I put Brentford. Ninth place I have Fulham. Eighth place I have Liverpool. Seventh place I have Brighton. Yeah. Sixth place oh sorry, 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 sorry. I I I mix those up. I mix those up. So eighth place I have
1: Brighton. My bad, my bad. Seventh okay. place. So ten, you have Brentford. Nine Fulham. Nine Fulham. Okay. Eight Brentford or Brighton. Brighton. Eight. Brighton. Eight is Brighton.
0: Munich. Seven. I put Spurs. Okay. Six. I put Liverpool. Five. I put Chelsea.
2: Hmm. <laughs> and
0: then you, you, you know to I, I got to support, support my boys. I got to support my boys right there. You see them. Stop. Fourth place, you know, for the first time in a long time, we have Newcastle getting a Champions League berth. I thought you were gonna say Arsenal. Third, I have City. It's getting Second, dicey. I have United. Ah. Yeah, right now, I have Arsenal in the number one spot. Mm.
1: Almost got you, Guardiola. Wow.
0: Um, real talk. So, I pool Liverpool right now looks bad, bro. Like I know we talk about it, but compared to the last few years, they just look bad. Um, I think they they're suffering because of injuries a lot. But even when you look at the matches that they're putting together, like I said, that Brentford three-one loss was tough. They didn't really have a lot going for them today or yesterday when they played uh Brighton. Brighton was able to pick them apart 3-0. They're they're having a lot of the same issues, like I said, Chelsea's having not a lot of goals coming from their front three. They're getting beat in the midfield, and their defense is looking real suspect, kind of like Swiss cheese. It's real easy. It's just so many holes. So I with with Liverpool I I think everything that we said about Liverpool just needs to happen. They need to revamp their team. Their injuries, you know, they're hurting them as well. But they need to just get more depth. You know, I think that's their biggest issue right now. Depth is hurting them. Um, so that's why I had them falling, you know, into the into the eight seed. Hmm. Um, or where where I have them six seed six seed. Yeah. I like what Fulham and Brighton are doing. Uh, Fulham and Brighton, I think they'll, they'll be in the top 10. Shout out to Brighton. They look real strong, even with losing their manager, who seemingly was the whole reason they were here in the first place. You know, they lost Graham Potter and they still haven't lost a step. So shout out to Brighton. I think they have a lot of, a lot, a lot of players. We'll see what happens with Trossard because... Apparently, he's having <laughs> issues with the club, so I don't know if he stays or he's if good. another Premier League team sure. is looking to pick him up. He's been a bad Gabriel boy. earlier today was saying that he would look good in an Arsenal red, but um, yeah. I don't know. You know, Brighton is one of those teams that over the last two, three years, they just look solid. Every year, they incrementally get better. I think last year, they were in eighth place as well, so I like Brighton right now. Um, Chelsea like i said today and this is and this is honestly mostly hope that we pick it up and we get it together but i don't think fifth place is out of reach like i really really don't think that we can't figure it out over the next month or so and get back into a groove where we're winning games consistently again and with us only being 5 points off of fifth tottenham not looking that strong right now you know we still have to we see fulham upcoming in 2 weeks We see Liverpool next week or this upcoming Saturday. So we'll see exactly where Chelsea is or where Chelsea fares. And we have a lot to climb. We have a lot of teams ahead of us. So, you know, every single game right now is a must win for us. So I don't know. I think that we can get it together just because we do have a lot of quality. I mean, if you look at our injured 11, there's a lot of players there that would start on any team in the top four. So hopefully we get Reese James back quicker. You know, with everything being OK, hopefully Conte comes back in February like he's supposed to and can give us just 50 minute shifts, 60 minute shifts. I'm Like Conte is one of those players that I can't rely on to give me 90 minutes anymore, but I play that he, can. you know, he comes in and he can give me a half of showing me what prime Conte used to do, even if it's just 30 minutes or 40 minutes. You know, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of talent that's just being wasted right now because of injury. So I think once we do get a lot of these players back, we'll find, you know, more form, find more consistency. Um, but then when it comes to the top four, you know, I have Arsenal one, United two, City three. Um, This City team, like we've been talking about, it's just not the same. They're just not the same. I think they have to get used to playing with Holland. You know, he also has to get used to playing with City. A lot of these games, he's only getting, you know, 10, 15 touches on the ball, and I think for City to be as dominant as they have been in the past, they need all 11 players on the pitch to be involved in the build-up. They need all 11 players to be getting, you know, more than just 10, 15 touches. They need that back and forth. They need to be a little bit more dangerous and less just direct. You know, we know that they have Haaland and they can find him in between the center backs, but we need to maybe have Haaland drop in a little bit, maybe play with De Bruyne and Gundogan, Bernardo Silva, a little bit more in the midfield, that's when they get, you know, to be super dangerous when all 10 attacking players or all 10, you know, players on the field besides their keeper can actually just do the ticky-tacky thing. So I think it's going to take a little bit for them to figure out how to play at 100% efficiency. But, you know, with City, they're still going to be in the top four. Let's not act like they're not one of those teams that has super quality. But right now, with the way United's been playing, the way Ten Hag has just totally revamped the squad, Scott and Marcus Rashford again looking like, you know, a Ballon d'Or candidate, if not, you know, one of the top players in the league. This team looks serious. Like, they really, really, really do look serious. And obviously, we'll do our predictions. But this Arsenal match is going to be huge. Because, you know, if City or if United can beat Arsenal, they not only leapfrog the two teams they're ahead of, you know, assuming that, newcastle and city don't win their matches but this makes it more of a title race and so i think right now united is in a very good spot where i don't think united is afraid of any team on the table just like gabriel said arsenal isn't scared of anybody below them i don't think united is afraid of anybody especially after beating city this is something that i know they probably had circled on the calendar since they come back from the world cup and they were able to you know walk through with max points. So now that they're looking at Arsenal, the next big match that they probably had circled on the calendar, I think they feel the same way. Let's go through, we beat them before, I think we have a stronger team, let's get max points. And so this is going to be a real big week, a real big month, you know, a lot of these teams have you know games with other matches or with other teams in the in the top 4, top 6. So this is really going to set apart, you know, the dogs from the pups, for real, for real. But I, I see Arsenal still winning the league. Arteta has the... Arteta is running a fine oil machine right now. Arsenal is just winning games convincingly. Saka's going off. Odegaard's going off. Partey is playing well in the midfield. You know, they brought on Zinchenko after injury. He looked well today. Gabriel looks great. Saliba looks great. I mean, you can go down the line. Everyone looking solid. Salam said it, you know, when he was talking about his team. Eddie Nketiah looks great. You know, we never thought that he was going to come in and be uh and, and fill the same shoes as Gabriel Jesus left. But Gabriel Jesus has been hurt for over a month now. And Arsenal's still in first place with eight points above, you know, the next. So honestly, this team looks super solid. I, I I'm honestly very proud of where they come. I remember a couple of years ago, when we we're asking Gabriel, "Do you see Arteta's vision? Do you see his idea?" He was reluctant to say yes, but now you can't—you can't hide it. There's no lying, bro. He, all the ideas and goals he had about the team were finally seeing come to fruition. So it's just hats off to him. I think as long as Arsenal keeps it one game at a time and doesn't get it too ahead of themselves, they're in a real good position to win the league for the first time in 20 years. So,
1: so that's where that, thats why I have my top 10 where it's at. Okay. Um, I'll go next. Keep mine very brief. Uh ten I have Fulham. Uh nine I have Brighton. Eight I have Brentford. Seven I have Chelsea. Um with Chelsea. I'll actually I'll just go through it Uh seven I have Chelsea, six I have Spurs, five I have Liverpool, four I have Newcastle, three I have Man City, two I have United, and one I have Arsenal. Um, the only really ones that I really want to hit on is Chelsea. Um, I don't think that you guys will figure it out enough. Uh, I'm sorry, in time to get a European spot. I think seventh is sometimes it's you know, uh, <laughs> it has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with everyone else, you know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at everyone else on the table and You know, I just – Newcastle, City, United, Arsenal, Liverpool. I see them firmly above Chelsea. Maybe Spurs, you guys can catch them. But, um, yeah, obviously, City's at three. um, Two United, one Arsenal. Actually, I have Arsenal winning the league. I think at this point, you know, where they're at to be nine points clear um, of us. Uh, Yeah, yeah, nine points clear of us. I think that we're in your biggest competition. Um, It's going to be hard for us to catch you guys. I think that it'll be within a a point, within two points of you guys. Because to be honest with you, you guys still have to play us. You have to play City twice. I don't see you guys collecting six points from City both times. Um, Both times you guys played them. So obviously there's an opportunity for drop points every time that you play in any game, but those three games I'm looking at and I'm identifying as, you know, those are actually games that you could potentially lose. Um, Cause against everybody else, I think that you're better and you're, you're better than everybody else. I think that I'm not, I'm not hoping that you're going to drop points against Aston Villa or Nottingham forest, but you know, against us, against the, the better teams, um, I'm curious, because we still, I, I, in my opinion, I haven't seen Arsenal tested this year. The one time they did, they got, you know what I'm saying? Actually, I shouldn't say that. They have been tested, but you know what I'm saying? People just gloss over that loss, just like, oh, yeah, well, we lost, so what? We beat Liverpool. Yeah, well, Liverpool shit, too. So, you know, it'll be tough, but I think Arsenal will edge us out by a point or two. So you really don't think Chelsea can get European birth?
0: And I mean, I'm not counting Conference League because I told Gabe with this. If it comes down to the last three matches and the highest we can get is seventh place, I'd rather us just not. Because I'm not trying to see MK Dons on a Thursday night and then have Reese James go out for another three-month injury because I can already Absolutely. see that happening.
1: What's, you know sixth what I mean? place? What's sixth place? Six, Five and six are Europa. Okay, so I think well six I have Spurs, so I think if you're gonna leave Frog anybody, it's it's probably gonna be them at sixth place. But seven seventh place
2: is uh conference league, right?
1: Yeah,
0: but that's what I'm saying. Seven if if it ten comes ten. down to us being
1: oh, well, seventh okay. place or eighth place, I'd rather us just take that L and just Chelsea. be eighth place. Chelsea's never been in the conference league though. You yeah, no yeah, guys will want to. to be all over that one. No, 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 no,
0: no. We, you know, Jose did his ting, the one manager that's won all three European championships. I, I don't need Chelsea to be a part of that club as Why
1: well. Why not? He got it tatted on. That's a prestige. Yeah, no, tie. he did. No, he did. He did. He did. No, he did not. I, swear, I think he did. Stop the cast. I swear, I think he did. Come on, man. I'm about to find it on <laughs> here. Gabriel, Stop go ahead, Gabriel. I'm about to find it out. He would never, man. He would never be. I'm, I'm almost
2: like certain it. he did as well. I'm pretty sure. That's he crazy. He th- did, right? Th- I'm pretty sure he did. Got all th- That's th- crazy. Bro. I'm trying to tell
1: you. I'm not <laughs> casting. <Yeah.
2: laughs> he didn't get it tatted on him, though, did he?
1: He got tatted on him. Wow.
0: Hey, you know <laughs> what? Do your Do your thing, Jose. Do your thing, 21. Do your thing.
2: Um, Okay, it's my top ten. Uh I'll make this brief. Uh I got Villa at ten, Fulham at uh nine, um Chelsea at eight, Spurs at seven, Liverpool at six, Brighton at five, United yeah. at four, Newcastle at three, City at two, us at one.
1: Hold on, what? Wait, who at four?
2: I've United at four.
1: <laughs> okay. And then Newcastle at three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Let's hear it, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you got?
2: Um This is like more of a like a shout one than like a, a real midway through. Cause I feel like there's everything is still so tight um in certain places of the table. Uh so this is more of me just like reaching and seeing what I liking what I see from certain teams. Um I'll touch on a couple. Yeah, Liverpool. I I don't see them I don't see them getting Champions League football this year. That's that's more what I wanted to say with this statement. I just don't see them getting Champions League football. I don't see Spurs, Liverpool, and Chelsea getting Champions League football. I wanna put that out there right now. Um yeah, I just don't see it happening. Uh that was kind of just more what I wanted to make, that statement. I really like what Brighton is doing and how they've been playing recently. Uh, I think that's another dark horse team. I don't think they'll like be in a I think they'll be around the top 4, but I don't think they'll be around like that more 5 6 spot, maybe try to get a conference league or um, you know, if they can sneak Europe sure, but you know, maybe try to get a conference league or something like that. Uh United at four um to me I I, I know what my team looks like against, against every other club. But city, um, and, and for me, I still hold city in high regards than United, um. So that's why United is at four for me. Uh, Newcastle as well. Um, they're above United because Newcastle really doesn't get scored on. I'm gonna keep going back to that. They really don't get scored on. Um, so even if Newcastle drops points, it'll still, it'll be a draw. It really, won't be like a loss most of the time. Um. And they're a deep team, and they're playing well. Uh, I know United's playing well right now, um, but they still have a lot to show defensively. I still don't think that they're the strongest. Um, I think they they still can get exploited, and I still think that um, Newcastle just defensively are better, and that's why I have them higher in city. I think offensively are better. Um, and I still don't know what we look like against them. So, uh, yeah. So, and I have a swing in the league. I think like I said before. It's a title race. I think we're going to win it. Um, that's it. Arsenal for, um, for the title. You had Chelsea at Reds eight? Center. Yes.
1: I think so United you don't think... being at fourth is, is crazier than Chelsea being at eight. <laughs> no, United being at fourth is crazy, but Chelsea being at eight
0: is I mean, wild considering there's only five points in between tenth place and fifth place
2: right now. That's why I said this is this is more this is more of a unrealistic one. Like once we get, once we do our ten games predictions, that's going to be a real like no. This is what I really think the table's going to end up to be. But this one's more of a shot one. Like I like I said, more of this is just being Liverpool, first Chelsea. You're not touching Champions League next year. Unless one of you wins Champions League, you're not touching it next year. None it's of
1: Not it. happening.
2: That's that's dead. I agree. I think I, I think that. that's dead for all three, y'all. Um and that's more the statement that I wanted to make. Um United, uh yeah, I'm we'll see. I don't know, we'll see. I
1: love it. I love it. Let's hop yeah. into these predictions, man. I gotta I gotta say some shit. Yeah, man. And for all
0: of you out there that, you know, are listening to this, too, we I, I want you guys to comment, you know, even if you don't give us your top 10, who do you think rounds out the top four, top six? Because, you know, like Gabriel said, Newcastle has only conceded 11 goals in 19 matches. That's massive. I mean, that's almost just like a goal every other game for real. So Newcastle is defensively solid, and they play with house money. You know, no one expected them to be here halfway through the.
1: <laughs> they literally playing with house money.
0: So yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of house too. Yeah. <laughs> they got a big house. Big house. But um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I I feel like right now United probably is the most dangerous team in the top four. Right now, United is the most dangerous team as far as knocking other teams out of the top four and trying to make this a real real title race
2: yeah i mean are oh, y'all just underestimating city still we we no i i mean i mean i know they're not the same but it's like i i just think it's low-key wow how y'all just dismissing this team no we're not dismissing no, city again like i said
1: for me man it is, sometimes it's about everyone sometimes that has nothing to do with you Um, Sometimes it just has to do with everyone else. And although I think that city's still decent, in spite of whatever, you know, they're not playing at their 100%, you know, capability, comfort, comfort, whatever the case might be. But I just, you know, (laughs) you know, I think someone said in this group, it comes down to what your record is against the top six. Right, I don't know who said that. We've been Spurs. We've been Arsenal. We've been Man City. We've been Liverpool. And we tied Chelsea. In order for you to win anything, you have to beat the top teams. And we're doing that. So, if we want to jump into the conclu- uh, predictions, let's do it. I'll go first. Why not? (laughs) I'm a talker. Uh, Arsenal versus United. The first time that we played them, pummeled them at Old Trafford. 3-1. Anthony's debut game. Anthony's debut goal. Um, What a wonderful day that was as well. Um, Like I said a little bit ago, um, the Man City test was a big test for us, obviously. A test that we passed. Um, But this... um, will really, you know, measure where we kind of stand amongst the best because I think that Arsenal um, is the best team in the Premier League. Um, and I think that we're up there. Um, and I think that competing with teams like this and games like this are really what's going to um, separate the title contenders from the champions. And for me, just kind of building up our momentum, I see nothing but three points here for Man United. I think Marcus Rashford gets on the score sheet Casemiro continues to boss the midfield uh, best midfielder on on the between both teams um so I think that nullifying Odegaard will be something will be something that he should be tasked with doing and I think that he'll be up for that task and everybody else will just need to do their job but three points for United
2: um can you uh, can you, can you touch on the match before Arsenal. uh We play Newcastle on, I believe, Wednesday.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal um, Palace, yeah, sorry. How you. do I say Crystal this? Palace. Three points. That's <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to bother you, bore you with any of the, what's it called? If you want to, I can. Marcus Rashford will score. Uh, <laughs> and we'll get three points and we will leave Selhurst Park. Uh <laughs> So actually, you know, the great thing is, is once we leave Selhurst Park, we don't even need to go too far. We can just pull up to the London <laughs> Stadium. So, yeah, three points against Crystal Palace, too. A little warm up. Yeah, I mean, if you guys beat Crystal Palace midweek,
0: you move to forty-one points. You will be by yourselves in second place, looking towards the weekend. So, is it looking?
1: we look it
0: well it's a big week for y'all yeah
1: we look it big big week for
0: y'all um big horse. i'll go next i'll go next so we see i believe we see liverpool on saturday seven thirty a.m match easter standard i will be up at seven o'clock drinking my tea drinking my crumpets or drinking my, drinking my tea, eating my crumpets, like they do across the pond. Um, real talk, I have no idea how this game is going to go. It's at Anfield. Um, <laughs> Chelsea and Liverpool are in a rut right now. So hopefully I get to see Mudrick. It would be fun to see him play against uh, – and I think we need a player like him too. We need a player like Mudrick. Because Felix is out. As we said, you know, we 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 know that this defensive Liverpool is not that solid right now. So we need a player that's willing to attack their back line and kind of just get them out of their their normal playing. Um I would love to get the three points, but honestly, I could see this as like a two one, two two type of game. Personally, I think that we need to score. So if it is, it's two one game. I'm gonna need a goal from Mason Mount. I think this is a big Mason Mount game. He has to prove himself. And then I think the other one will come from like a set piece. Uh but I see us, I I I see us taking points away from Liverpool. I'm thinking like a 2 2, 2 1 type match, Chelsea. Huh.
2: Okay. Um we see United Sunday, 1 Uh, three one, move. That's it.
1: Oh damn! Why? Hold on, no. Why? Why? No insight. No, you know what I'm saying. Hold on. Maybe the midweek. Wait, I don't know if you guys play midweek, but
2: Uh, damn, y'all ain't about to. I I know. I know my team schedule. We take a game by game. We we, no, we we don't have a midweek game.
1: Y'all be having these little weak ass little schedule. How do you guys not play? How does everyone else play? And then nah. y'all just, we just get a week off.
2: Hey, talk to hey. talk to um, the FA. The FA. <laughs> hey,
1: it's all good. No, I love it. I love yeah. the energy. Because you know what? Them games, you still have to play them games. Them games will come back at some point. So, you're right. Well, I'll talk to the FA. But I really hope the best of luck, Gabriel. Uh, I think that this is good. No, you don't. Maybe. No, I, I do. I do. I, I mean, if I'm being real, um, I think that um, when you look at the landscape of the Premier League, I would say Arsenal, obviously, you know, have, have been going through it for a while. Um, United have too. Arsenal probably longer, a little bit longer than United. But the fact that it seems as if Arsenal and United are ascending as the other teams that are supposed to be at the top are declining um and you know football heritage seems like it's coming back and you know we're getting rid of the artificial ones all right i mean i,
0: I mean, shoot, newcastle back up top you know what i'm saying so yeah, football out, heritage. we're talking football, football heritage, heritage yeah as football far as some heritage. of these teams that we're seeing right now but yeah but yeah some of your uh, predictions for where you know certain teams would fall are Interesting to say the least. I mm-hmm. can't wait to hear Mike's tape,
1: but um, you guys are winning the league, Cucarella. That, yeah. The league, yeah. the league. Unfortunately, I, I'll go on record and
0: say is out of our hands. It's not happening in this season. I'll just go on record and say that today. Top four, as unlikely as it is, it's really not out of reach. And European birth. I don't know why y'all are saying we won't get top six it's still very very feasible so at least for chelsea i will say that for chelsea but um but yeah man this january's been it's been crazy so far you know honestly that this was a big week at north london derby manchester derby both of those went you know the way that i guess we wanted them to go personally for united versus arsenal i hope both of y'all drop points I hope both of y'all lose. I know you can't do that, so I hope it's a two two draw, one one draw, no no draw. I don't care. However it is a draw, I just hope it goes through because we need everybody ahead of us to drop points. So
1: Yeah, well er- everybody just can't drop points. <laughs> Cornelius. You guys have hey, to win hey. you guys have to win points too at some point. No, we no, of course, of course, yeah. of course. Any
0: uh any shout outs of the week
1: shout outs um i did i have a few i am I'm, I'm, I'm blanking
2: shout out um martessa man that guy and uh i hope it, Moepu is doing okay because i know you got oh an uh, yeah And had a heart attack so hope he's yeah out. but only two
1: shout out the the chelsea uh the chelsea attacker who passed away via yeah yeah, Luca. And then lastly for me, shout out Pep, the sore loser. The uh you know, very ugly when he loses. Uh, talking about I don't really care about the league and we've already won the league so many times we don't care about it. Um, I just thought it was funny. I don't know if you guys saw going into the game, he said, Oh, I have so many crazy ideas against United. And I was just like, this is why you don't run your mouth before games like this, because you know you're you're over there complaining about an offside call, which wasn't offside. So, uh, nah. So, can we talk about that just for a second? He was offside. He wasn't
0: offside.
2: It was not oh, offside. Oh my gosh! Salam. Don't even start with this nonsense. Now, now we don't
0: we don't have to go back and forth on. We don't even have to go back. and What forth are we saying?
2: He no, was who,
1: who, who touched the ball?
0: You don't have to touch the ball to, to interfere with the play. but that's Because we've rule. seen... No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Because we've seen multiple times this year where a player was offsides screening the goalie, where his teammates shot the ball and they called it off because he interfered with the play.
1: Who called it so, off?
0: The referees. The VAR. VAR
1: called it. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to entertain Is you. Is VAR not a referee? Video assistant nah, but referee, I'm just saying right? this is the rule, though. I don't, did you see the Peter Check tweet?
0: The rule is if you interfere with a play while you're in an offsides position, you are considered offsides. Now, whether or not you want to, you know, go through Webster's Dictionary and describe what interference is, that's you know, th- that's up to you. But for me, mm-hmm. when I was watching the game live, mm-hmm. Rashford caused both the defender and the keeper to make a split second decision because he was the closest player to the ball before Bruno takes a shot. Now, whether or not you want to call that an interference or not, I believe it was interference.
1: It was The ref didn't call it on the
0: pitch, and they didn't say anything about it afterwards. So it's a goal. It stands. You know, you guys get the three points. I ain't mad at it because I don't want City to win the league. So I don't care. But at the end of the day, it was all sides, bro. We already know it was all sides. You're right.
1: It was all sides.
0: <laughs> like you're right, you're We ain't right. Uh, go. Well, we well, ain't gotta well go. That's why I was just ahead. like, I'm not even gonna try to entertain your BS.
2: Right yeah, now. yeah. No, you're not even. Yeah, yeah. You're right, right. Yeah. you're right, you're
1: right. It's offsides. Yeah.
0: Well, offsides. like I said, at the end of the day, it's we upside. all we, we all gotta live and die by the VAR decisions, and this one wasn't involved. So you know,
1: yeah, we I'll, we live I'll, to we we
0: live to fight another day.
1: I'll take those three points. <laughs> yeah i know you will i know you will yeah other than that it's about a it. good show good predictions come like cornelia said comment your guys's predictions as well too um and as always um good Bro, luck for you in your future endeavors